Good morning. It's first thing Friday so it's time for Fix, the weekly newsletter written by Simon Andrews. This is the Amazon Polly version made with a synthetic voice. Read the original with all the links by signing up at addictivelondon.com. Fix slash Insider, Friday December 3rd. Merchant. With so much going on I wrote a long-ish deep dive on Merchant and shared it with all Fix readers. Catch up here. Love to hear your thoughts on Merchant Media in particular. Some things that I found too late for that mail. Gardner thinking on how CPG firms can make DTC work for them, with some good practical advice. And Boston Consulting chime in with even big brands need a direct-to-consumer strategy. The FT looks at the party and third-party platforms. Walmart, Target, Staples, Macy's and Express are among hundreds of retailers that have opened up their websites to outside vendors in recent years. They aim to drive web traffic by increasing the assortment of products available on the company's website without the inventory risks. It can be a lucrative way to juice online growth. But can you keep the customer experience good? Insider looks at six fast last-mile firms serving New York, including the money they have raised. GoPuff has raised $3.5 billion and Gorilla $1.2 billion and the article does show some subtle differences, like using gig workers versus hiring delivery drivers. It's surprising that the three smaller firms are run by Russians, and maybe it's not that surprising that 1,520, the least funded firm, which raised just $7.8 million, is rumored to be going out of business. It is one of the UK's best e-commerce stories and now Gymshark are opening a flagship store on Regent Street in London. AdTech Fix friend Lara O'Reilly has written a great piece looking at the impact of the Apple changes around iOS 14. Analyzing earnings calls from a range of businesses she reports a number of firms had. Noted on their earnings calls how the mobile ad environment had become more challenging, disruptive and competitive, more expensive, in other words, in the third quarter. Her piece also notes how Apple has benefited from these changes with a spike in their ad sales. Over at Google, their plans to follow the Apple lead by dropping cookies incurred complaints around anti-competitive behavior. The awkward conversation between Google and the UK regulators continues to move along slowly. Google's proposal for fairer online advertising has been accepted by the UK government, as it has satisfied the CMA on competition. In its revised offer to the CMA, Google promised that it would provide more transparency into the design of these tools and allow competitors and industry players to feed more formally into the development of the system. Google have pledged to roll this agreement out globally. But the outgoing head of the ECO has fired a warning shot at AdTech, and left things rather unclear as to what they plan to do. What we found during our ongoing AdTech work is that companies are collecting and sharing a person's information with hundreds, if not thousands of companies, about what that person is doing and looking at online in order to show targeted ads or content. Most of the time, individuals are not aware that this is happening or have not given their explicit consent. This must change. Will this impact Google? Probably. This piece by Ad Exchanger is a good summary of the issues, but we will have to wait and see how this plays out. It's worth noting that the Digital Regulation Cooperation Forum, which is where the CMA, the ECO and Ofcom join up to consider issues with online platforms, just hired a really smart ex-Googler as CEO. Whilst we wait for clarity on how ad tech will evolve, people are focusing on what we can try and fix, like measurement. This panel from the recent ATS event in London is interesting. Measurement is everything fixing the fundamentals. And maybe it's also time to dismantle the myths around brand, and the apparent tension between this and performance. Any money spent on marketing is intended to drive a sale but over time this divide has grown. Eric Sufert makes a convincing case for brand to be seen as complementary. 
Both of these tactics, brand marketing and direct response marketing, can fit into a broader performance marketing strategy that applies a deliberate measurement framework to advertising spend and other marketing activities to derive a profitability estimate, or, at the very least, to measure profitability and general performance ex post. He is looking at this through a mobile product lens but I feel it does make sense in a wider context. This piece by a growth marketer gets into the practicalities of measuring both brand and performance. Another fix friend has written a great explainer for zero-party data. Creative Tech Google's Creative Works Global Director Ben Jones believes creativity is the last unfair advantage in business. I totally agree. This interview is a must-read. It's an unbelievable time to understand creative, we've never understood it like this before. We've never been able to pull it apart and understand the power of specific elements before, it's a whole new perspective on the ingredients of great ads. Vidmob talk of the intelligent creative movement and believe it is going mainstream, fast. Maynardo Donardis, one of their execs and an advertising luminary, says. In two years' time, it's going to be the norm, and it will be part of every agency's operating system, every client process. We can see creative moving to center stage, albeit gradually. The new initiative from Mediacom shows the way. Creative analytics will be increasingly focused on extracting high-quality creative data that tells us what works creatively, what doesn't, and why. And the clever people at Common Thread are trying a new approach to pricing their creative services, a set monthly fee and optimization built in. This focus on creative drives another of my projects. For the last year Anthony McGuire and I have been calling out good creative on TikTok in our weekly GTTC email. Why? Because people who pioneer innovative work, on this most exciting new platform, deserve praise. And as we celebrate good work, we hope it will inspire others to up their game. To take this to the next level we are delighted to announce the first GTTC Awards, where great work is recognized. We have convened a stellar set of judges and plan to award winners with a GTTC NFT which we are commissioning. Learn more on our awards site and please share with those in your network who have been active on TikTok. And let us know if you have any questions or thoughts. Newth. Probably the biggest issue around TV, old and new, is how it is measured. In the US Nielsen is still suspended from the Media Rating Council and a myriad of ad tech firms are jockeying for position, including this from Warner. In the UK the new data from Barb got lots of coverage, as it seems to show the impact of streaming is overrated. The headline was SVOD and Avod services account for just 14% of UK viewing. There is no doubt our industry can be a bit of a bubble. At a recent media event, half the audience were watching Squid Games and only two were regular Corey fans. So hardly typical. And I heard one story where agency people were asked how many people in the UK take a packed lunch and how many drive to work. Our London folk, used to a pret on every corner and sky-high parking costs, estimated both to be really low. But in the real world, outside of London, packing lunches and driving are the norm. But. The Barb data showed streaming had 33 minutes a day whilst broadcaster was at 150. The last Ofcom Media Nation showed a different picture, with Svod and VOD totaling 77 minutes and broadcast at 150. Lots of issues around this data, Barb measures everyone over 4 whilst Ofcom looks at adults. And in the Ofcom data we didn't include YouTube which clocks 41 minutes. The point is, habits are changing. Netflix etc. drive the culture. And as the guy said, you don't skate to where the puck is, you skate to where it is going. You and your team know how to make the most of ITV. The challenge is now to be just as good at making the most of Roku etc. This interview with a Roku exec outlines their data, scale and creative opportunity. Web3. 
a firm to debut crypto, debit products and push toward super app. NFTs have the potential to flip Hollywood studio model upside down. Plus plus. The 2021 edition of Interesting Propositions Discovered by Glenn Britton. Nest on social commerce, why ignoring Meta's shops could destroy your brand. Frustrated with agencies, CMOs say bringing media buying in-house is back on the agenda. DMGT acquires podcast innovator, Entail. Anheuser-Busch video measurement strategies, Google.